Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. We're getting you ready for pro football's postseason. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. This is a wild card week edition of Danny and Dusty. Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy at Warren Allen. Online at warrenallen.com. Danny and Dusty on 1080. You kidding me? Playoffs? The Fan. We will have more as the show goes on on Kalen DeBoer leaving Washington to take the University of Alabama job, including the raises that everybody got due to Nick Saban retiring. And Jimmy Sexton out there earning his money, isn't he? Hell yeah. You know, uh, Kevin Wade tweeted out a, a, a picture and has said, or, I, I never knew what Jimmy Sexton looked like until today. Yeah. And not what I would have figured. Uh, no, but I replied to him. Uh, he's putting out big time boss hog vibes. It's <laughs> fantastic. Like he looks like boss hog from the Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> I wonder who his <laughs> he's got to have one, you know, right? It's got to be there. But uh, Jimmy Sexton, power agent in uh, the coaching world, cashing them checks, buddy. Making making those administrators work across the country. So we have uh, super duper wildcard weekend getting underway. Starts tomorrow, one thirty, NBC. Uh, the first game kicking off super wildcard weekend. Browns at Texans. This might be the game that is getting the least pub out of any of them. Right. Think of think of the games that we have. We got Dolphins at Chiefs, the most explosive offense uh, in the NFL through the first five weeks of the season in mm-hmm. NFL history. And the Miami Dolphins going to the reigning Super Bowl champions, who have hit the skids and have a losing record since Week Eight of the regular season. And the defense doesn't look right. The offense isn't pushing vertically downfield. And oh, by the way, you get Mahomes versus McDaniel's in Mike McDaniel in negative thirty degree wind chill. Okay, that is stealing uh, some headlines. Yes. Buffalo saying, Kansas City, hold my beer. Yeah. 
We've got 65 mile an hour uh, winds, between eight to 12 inches of snow expected on Sunday. <laughs> That's crazy. And, and that, I think that over under, I saw it opened at 43 and has gone down to 34 and a half. Wonderly. Wonderly. And then you have the Monday night game and wild card weekend. Excuse me. Super wild card weekend. Super wild card weekend. Which is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers led by Baker Mayfield, and they're just a scotch over 500 record. Yes. Getting into the uh, playoffs against the reeling Philadelphia Eagles, losers of five of their final six games of the regular season. They look broken. Uh, Jalen Hurts literally has a finger that is dislocated, looking broken. And A.J. Brown hurt his knee in the final regular season game, and there's question marks abound by, by the Philadelphia Eagles. Then the other two games that you have, Packers at Cowboys, you've got Mike McCarthy going up against his old team. Mike McCarthy, he of playoff game management meltdown after playoff game management meltdown over his time in Green Bay and then Dallas, uh, to he's hosting his old team. And then you have Matthew Stafford going to Detroit where he tried so damn hard to to get that team to the playoffs and become a winner at all costs. Only was able to get there once. They're finally hosting a playoff game in Detroit, and they have to bring in Matthew Stafford in one of the most dangerous teams in the Los Angeles Rams. The storylines in the other five games are massive. And then you have little old Cleveland with Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. First playoff start in nine years on a team that he has only been a part of for, what, six weeks? And now here they are on the road against the Houston Texans led by C.J. Stroud, who has had an incredible rookie campaign with a rookie head coach in D'Amico Ryans who is trying to solve the Rubik's Cube of fixing a defense um with a rookie of the year candidate in Will Anderson mm-hmm. on the edge, they got two rookies that'll probably win rookie of the year. You have the best rookie coach in the NFL coming in, and D'Amico Ryan's turning that thing around. What a great story Houston is, man. What a great story. And it's a Week 16 rematch where Cleveland went down to Houston in Week 16. They ran rough shot over the Texans because mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud was out with his concussion. Obviously, that thing got out of hand. It was 36-22, and I think they got two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Uh, the Texans did to make that one even seem a little bit closer. But Joe Flacco went off in that game. And that was his 368-yard game where Mari Cooper had uh, 265 yards, yeah. a couple tutties in that game, where he just ran wild. And at the end of the game, that's the game Amari Cooper said, you know, no offense to Houston, but it was easy today. Yeesh. <laughs> right? Right? It was easy today. Slap that one up on the bulletin board. Here we go. Just a few weeks later, here come the Browns rolling back into Houston for a playoff game. And this is what this game comes down to. Cleveland's defense, and it does appear Denzel Ward, who tweaked his knee yesterday in practice, it it appears by most accounts out of Cleveland that he is looking to play this week, and it wasn't anything serious, which is huge Mm -hmm. for them. But you have Denzel Ward uh, in the number one defense in the NFL, and Miles Garrett going to be going crazy in that game. And you got a rookie quarterback that they're going to throw the kitchen sink at. But what it comes down to is a team that did not turn the ball over a whole heck of a lot in Houston. You have to play a clean game in a playoff atmosphere, and playoff intensity is ratcheted up tenfold from the regular season. 
And Joe Flacco has to do what he did in Baltimore, the year that got him paid. He has got to take care of the football. Flacco has, he's only played a handful of games this year for the Cleveland Browns, but he has turned the ball over a ton. Yeah, I mean, even if you just look at it, he has 204 attempts this season and eight interceptions. He's a 13 to 8 inter- touchdown to interception ratio. And in that Houston game, he threw two interceptions. He has not played a game this year where he has not thrown an interception. But what was the key to Baltimore when they had an elite defense and Joe Flacco? He took care of the damn football and didn't turn it over in that playoff run. Flacco's got to control the game flow and take care by doing that, controlling the ball and take care taking care of the football. If they do that, you look up and down this thing, and you say, this is Cleveland's game to lose. Mm-hmm. Amari Cooper will be back with his heel injury. They they seem to be full steam ahead, ready to go. Yeah. Especially if Denzel Ward is going to play, and it was just a little tweak in practice yesterday. It just feels like the, <clears throat> excuse me, the Texans are they're just a little too young here, yeah. and they need to take that first like playoff lump before they can move on. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Cleveland should be is the better team and should be the better team yes. tomorrow. You have a rookie coach, a rookie quarterback, and one of your best defensive players is a rookie as well. That does not bode well for a team heading into the postseason. And that should not take away from Houston's story or what they were able to do this year. Yeah. Because I do think it is pretty remarkable, the turnaround that they have had. Yeah. The feather they do have in their cap is that they're hosting the game. Sure, sure do. in In the friendly confines of NRG Stadium. Oh, boy. All right. Um... Let, let's continue to kind of click down these because weather will be a factor. Let's talk about the weather factor in two of these games, one tomorrow night on Peacock. Does anybody have Peacock? Does that, you got a login yeah, I can use? I got it. I, don't, I, I tried to lock in yesterday. I said, no. <laughs> I tell you, but if they come after me like Netflix style saying, hey, this person ain't in your house, we're going to charge you extra. I'm changing my password on you. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Plus, uh, i got to try to remember what my password is. Weather is a factor. Negative two at kickoff. Sounds fun. Next on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
This is a Wild Card Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at warrenallen.com. On 1080 The Fan. Two games going to be decided by weather, and they'll play back-to-back Saturday, 5 o'clock on Peacock. You've got a night game in Kansas City, which, you know, the more I hear about Kansas City, the less desirable of a place it is to live. Right? Except for the barbecue. Barbecue sounds good, but sweltering heat and humidity in the summer and then, like, bitterly cold in the winter? Yeah. Nah, I'm out, bro. Yeah, can't, can't we Goldilocks that son of a gun? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, my God. They're saying that uh, temperatures could dip as low as negative 30 degrees with wind chill. That's cold. Air temperature could be negative 2 during the game as a low. All bets are off when it gets that cold because you just don't know how guys will respond. You truly don't. Tyreek Hill's already said he's not wearing sleeves. He says because if you think it's cold, then you're going to be cold. Yeah, we'll see how that works. Yeah, Uh, It should work. Swimmingly for him. I'm sure. But 15-mile-an-hour winds are also the factor here. 15-mile-an-hour winds in that level of cold, it is able, you are able to push the ball through 15-mile-an-hour winds. Right? Yes. It does not make throwing the ball impossible. But it makes things exponentially harder when you are a rhythm-oriented offense, which both of them are. Yeah. Right? Rhythm throws and timing is... I mean, that's going to be at a premium in this game. Whichever team runs the ball more effectively, I believe will win. And Miami enters this game sixth in the NFL in rushing over the course of the season. But you take a warm weather team and you put them in the cold. Miami traditionally has not responded well to this. They haven't. And that's why, you know, week 18 was so important to them. KC's reluctance to run the ball is it going to backfire? I mean, they're in the bottom half of of teams running the football this season, and that's always been my thing. Is like if Isaiah Pacheco is healthy, with the way that this offense was built, they needed to run the football more this season, mm-hmm. and they had a reluctance to do so. And Miami has been really good against the run too. Vic Fangio's defense has has been stout. I mean, they're one of I think eight teams in the NFL to allow a hundred or fewer yards rushing per game. And they've been really damn good against the run uh, all season long. That's what this game comes down to. Anytime you're in the cold weather, anytime you're in cold weather and you add wind to it, running the football is the team that wins the football game. Yes. I mean, it, it, it comes down to that. But physicality in Kansas City, being at home for one, and being used to the elements. I mean, if this game truly is, if the air temperature is negative 2 degrees at kickoff, that is 52 degrees colder then Miami could possibly practice that at any point this yeah. week. <laughs> Bananas. The coldest they could get their indoor facility was 50 degrees. <laughs> so it's 52 degrees colder yeah. than they could absolutely get their, the coldest to practice, which is 50 degrees. That is mind-boggling to yeah. think about, right? Like, how do you practice for that? You just sit there and you're like, everybody mandatory cold tubs after after practice. You know, you inducing hypothermia. Like, I, I don't know how you can adjust your body to that from a comfort standpoint. Um, so that is going to be a factor in that in that cold weather game. And look, if we're being honest, neither of these two teams have seemed to be in rhythm at the end of the year. You know, it's it's peaking at the end of the season. But Kansas City is veteran laden. They have the home field advantage. They are used to it. I think four and a half is just a line that is too much. So that's why I'm going KC to win. 
in Dolphins to cover, right? The other game is going to be even wilder weather. On Sunday morning, 10 a.m. on CBS, you've got Steelers at the Bills, where they're expecting 8 to 12 inches of snow. Sustained winds expected to be 26 miles an hour, according to the weather report that I saw. Gus, I've I've heard somebody say, Albert Breer said this on the herd this morning when I was driving in. Mm-hmm. Wind gusts up to 65 miles an hour coming off Lake Erie are expected in Buffalo. Eesh. You cannot throw the ball. No. I mean, at 26, in, in when it's cold, it's frigid, it's snowing, active snow coming down, and then you add the wind to it. Yeah. Good luck, because it's not just pushing the ball. You can have a howitzer attached to your shoulder like Josh Allen does, and you try to push that ball through the through the wind, that's hard to do. Yes. But then you add the wind and snow, so snow's coming down, and that ball's all of a sudden, you're going to have, like, little giants where the ball just, like, sticks in the dude's <laughs> face mask. <laughs> you're going to have that sort of situation with these receivers. Ball's just going to sneak up on them. But one thing that uh, Buffalo has done much improved from years past, running the football. Can they run the football in the red zone? That is going to be determined because these they they've been horrible at that. Josh Allen has few the fewest fumbles that he's had over the course of his career. Only seven of them this year, which still seems like a big number. But you think of sixteen fumbles last year, and the inability to run the football in the red zone has been the Achilles heel of this Buffalo Bills team. You're mm-hmm. going to have to do it against the Pittsburgh Steelers because they're going to make you earn every single point that you get. Low scoring affair uh, in Buffalo is is to be expected in this one, but. You look at Josh Allen, too. If you're not going to push the ball vertically down the field, only two starting quarterbacks who started 10 or more games this year had a better completion percentage in short yardage throws. Russell Wilson and Trevor Lawrence. And then it was Josh Allen. So the ability to convert on short throws, that's what you're going to rely on as a passing game in wind and snow when it's coming down like that, and especially when it's snow that's sideways. The Bills have been really damn good at it. Mm-hmm. They have to be able to convert in the red zone running the football, though, in that game. That's where that one lies. I mean, no T.J. Watt. Like, yeah, that's a good night, Charlie, in in my estimation. But yeah. weather could make this thing a hell of a lot closer than, than we all expect it to be. Um, that game, very fascinating for me. Yeah. I mean, just from the weather aspect. And for people to say that you play – Playoff games and dumps? No. 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 This is why you work for home field advantage, this right? This is half the fun of it. Yeah, exactly. Now, could it backfire tremendously if, like, Pittsburgh just goes old-school Pittsburgh Steelers and, you know, Najee Harris gets gets rolling? I don't know. I don't know. But, look, what, what I'm looking at here, home field advantage means a whole hell of a lot. And... Go ahead and play these games in the snow. Give me a snowplow. Give me the shots of the guys slow mo CBS with the guy with the blower, you know, blowing off the yard markers and the hash marks. I want all of it, man. Absolutely. That's what the best part of playoff football is for me. <laughs> Give me more, damn it. I want all of the snow blowers and and just absolutely sideways snow frigid Buffalo Bills fans out there breaking tables and just hammer drunk I want it all of it let's go all right uh 5038646326 um look it's been a tough go of it for the folks in in the state of Alabama um but there's only one legend you have your head coach and there there's one person that I know that is happy 
it's a legend. That after us for SportsCenter. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is a Wild Card Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 The Fan. It's time for today's worst day on the web. With Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Oh, really? All right, the people of Alabama were none too happy with the length that their search for a new head coach took. Kalen DeBoer is the guy. He will be the next head coach at the University of Alabama. A solid little hire for him. I like that hire. That's a good hire. Um, But they believe, like, hey, everybody should want our job. It's our job. It's, it's Alabama. Why not take Alabama? And just to give you like a little insight here as to how Alabama fans operate, Joel Klatt tweeted out, uh, no sources, just my thoughts. The list is three names. Sarkeesian, one. Lanning, two. DeBoer, three. Which led to a man named Horace, who uh, is at large elephants on Twitter. Elephants spelled E-L-Y-P-H-A-N-T-S. Okay. Okay. He tweeted in response to Joel Klatt, nah, ain't them like De Beers or Shrieking Landon don't in on footballs and not Saban ain't was to titled toasters for Roll Tide. Is that, is that Boomhauer? Now, Joel Klatt responded with, um, I honestly don't know what this says. <laughs> it's Boomhauer. Okay. <laughs> Not ain't no bears or shrinking and landing and don't don't need no damn footballs and no saving ain't with no tilted toasters. Roll Tide. <laughs> damn it, Bobby. That is uh, what Horace said. So that gives you an idea of what people, the national pundits and writers, have been dealing with during this Alabama um, search for a head coach. Mm-hmm. Here is a cut from the Paul Feinbaum show, where his collars are fully unhinged. Uh, this is legend. A man by the name of Legend. I bet his name is Legend Bear Bryant Smith. <laughs> you know? But here is Legend from Bama on who he didn't want. He is a happy man today because this is who he did not want yes. to coach the Alabama Crimson Tide. But I'm going to tell you, Greg Burns, if it's Dabo Sweeney, I'm pouring gasoline on myself and setting myself on fire on the 50-yard line. You can guarantee it. Whoa. If it's Dabo Sweeney, I'm pulling my arm off and taking that contract fracture and beating the hell out of myself. <laughs> no damn Dabo. Do you hear me, Greg Burns? That's from the Alabama nation. Get it right. You'll be judged on this one right here, brother. You'll be judged on this one right here. Man, Paul, I, I don't know, brother. I don't know. Y'all pray for me. Pray for me. Help me, Jesus. Nick, change your mind, baby. Change your mind. We ain't gonna make it without you. Nick and Legend has left the bill. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> well, towards the end there, I don't know what was that English. 
No. My Lord. Y'all pray for me. <laughs> Help me, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Nick and Legend has left the building. <laughs> Man, I think if if you wanted to look up unhinged in the dictionary, you're going to find Legend from Alabama's picture right next to it. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so good. Man. It is so good because... <laughs> I light myself on fire on the 50-yard line. On the 50-yard line. Rip my arm off and beat myself with a compound <laughs> fracture. Like, he even slipped in, like, with the compound fracture... <laughs> Still gonna just beat myself over the head, man. Uh, so chalk him up to just happy it's Caitlin DeBoer, not Dabo Swinney. Yeah, you know there was a misleading headline that Dabo Swinney's buyout was gonna jump 150 percent if he took the Alabama job. It's called the Bama clause. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that that buyout jumped to? No, nine million dollars. <laughs> Dabo's buyout at Clemson is six million. Mm-hmm. If he takes the Bama job, it jumps to $9 million. Gotcha. Mm, that's not... That's not much. Tw- $12 million to get DeBoer. Yeah. Right? $20 yeah. Million to get Dan Lanning. Right. You know, we don't know what Sark or Norvell was, right? That's that's something. That's yeah. pretty incredible right there. Uh, legend from Bama, though. Y'all pray for me! Help me, Jesus! <laughs> Help me, Jesus! <laughs> You know, I need that with a Help me, Jesus! And then you could just like back that bad boy up with like a <laughs> Roll <Rota! laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. But this is uh this is what it comes down to. Like worst day on the web, uh that legend who does not have Dabo anymore, but it it actually is probably Washington fan right now because not only have you lost Kalen DeBoer, but obviously, as expected, Roma Dunze, he entered uh, the NFL draft today. Dylan Johnson, he entered the NFL draft today. Um, and then just recently, Jabbar Muhammad has entered the transfer portal. Uh, the cornerback that he came over from uh, Oklahoma State was first-team all Pac-12 guy, or, or not first-team, he was, I think, a second-team all Pac-12 uh, corner for them, and then you have uh, Michelle Powell also entering the transfer portal upon hearing the news of Kalen DeBoer's departure from Washington. Yeah. So, I mean, two key cogs to your defense uh, enter the portal. The rats are fleeing the ship. You are losing like all of your playmakers offensively. Mm-hmm. I mean, your top three receivers, your top two tight ends, your running back, your quarterback, your left tackle. All of those guys are gone. No matter who takes this job, you are going. It's not just a hey. We're still going to be a contender. There's a, there's going to be work to be done. Yeah. But that's why fit and finding the right guy is going to be paramount. Yeah. For for the well, Washington I Huskies. Think regardless, I mean, they're clearly going to be taking a step back. Well, yeah, and that was I mean, to be even expected. Had this, stayed. Yes, that would be expected. You made it to the damn national title. You went yeah. fourteen and zero for the. I mean, my God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, you're going to be taking that step back, but it's it's even more pronounced now that there's going to be more guys that that will leave. And Troy Danon, new athletic director, he's going to make his his imprint on the University of Washington with this hire. And you know, the most important hire an AD can make is his football coach. 
and we didn't think that Dannon would be making that higher anytime soon, but it was it, it came very quickly, and it is in the form of Kalen DeBoer heading to the University of Alabama to take their head coaching job. Um, and now, like, you know, there's people are trying to connect the dots and, and draw connections because the hire being so important, having a connection, having somebody that you trust and become familiar with, people are saying Chris Kleiman, right? The mm-hmm. Kansas State head coach, North Dakota State, former North Dakota State head coach, took over and won a national championship after Kirk Bowles left uh, for Wyoming's job. He's been at Kansas State. He's done a really good job at Kansas State as well. Um, apparently, Danon and Kleiman worked together at Northern Iowa yes. when Danon was the AD there. Yeah. They overlapped for a couple of years, so people are going, hey, maybe that's one to keep an eye on. I think this is way too early in the process. You don't have to have a connection to a guy to make the right hire. Rob Mullins didn't know Dan Lanning from Boo when right. he hired him, and that was a pretty damn good hire. You you go Turned and you that find the best coach possible. That's what you do. Uh, you go and you find the best coach possible. And the best fit, in my opinion, just on the surface level, I think Jed Fish at Arizona is kind of where that, that, that search should start for the Washington Huskies. He's exceeded expectations on the field in recruiting built a good culture is an energetic guy is not old long in the tooth you know like there's, there's people like bring Pete Carroll 72 years old man how are you gonna go into a home and say hey for four years yeah come and play for me he's 76 yeah you're gonna be recruiting guys that Pete Carroll's older than their grandparents yeah yeah I mean <laughs> That's where we're. That's where we're at. Yep. You know, I don't. I don't think that that is it. But um, this is going to be a very interesting hire. There's a lot of really intriguing names that are being connected to uh, the University of Washington and that job. All right. Um, let's up, wrap up hour number two with. Uh, all right, we'll rip the bandaid off. Uh, sixty-two points, man. Sixty-two. Yeah. Next on the fan. This is a Wild Card Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 The Fan. Chuck, Chuck Manzioni! Ah. Warms me up every time it comes on. Well, people are going to need to be warmed up because it's going to be cold! Yes, if you're in Buffalo or Kansas City. All right, what's colder, the temperature? Well, I guess here, too, isn't it? Yeah. We got, it, like, a, is it in the teens still yeah. for tomorrow? Yeah, man. What's going to be colder here, the temperature or the blazer shooting on this road trip? Well, they only shot, what, 27% last night? Yeah, it's brutal, man. The Blazers wrap up a uh, seven-game road trip tonight in Minnesota. Uh, coming off two just absolutely disheartening losses. Really, this road trip has been brutal, and... I want to I want to start before we dive in on all this because it really is easy to just go ah blame the coaching blame the roster blame fire everybody fire Cronin fire Chauncey we need uh, another rebuild this is part of the rebuild folks Danny and I were talking about this when Danny was alive uh, R I P um, that these are the doldrums of the season 
And this is that stretch where we talk about, you know, in every professional sport, whether it's the NFL and it's that third quarter of a four quarter season, you break it up into four game spurts, right? Mm -hmm. The dog days of summer that we call it in baseball prior to the all-star break where you don't see a light at the end of the tunnel and the Blazers hit that portion of the season and they don't just hit that portion of the season as a percentage of your schedule in your games, right? But you hit that part of the season and you embark on a seven-game road trip that spans two weeks. And those are hard. Yes. And I want that to be kind of the overlaying factors. Like, this is one, every team's going through some stuff right now. This roster was not built to compete this year. They do have their shortcomings, and they are banged up injury-wise. They have been. But what we have seen over the last two games is rightfully frustrating and should see, be seen as unacceptable by the fans, right? Right. Because if you look at the way this road trip has gone, you have five games that you have lost on this road trip by a combined score of 176 points. Eesh. In your losses, you are losing by an average of 35 points per game Ugh. on this trip. They've been outscored in the six-game road trip as a whole by 169 game or 169 points through six games, <laughs> which means that you you sprinkle in their win there. They're losing by an average of 28 points a game Ugh. on this trip. Yikes! This has been absolutely brutal to watch and especially the last two games and we talked about this at the end of the show yesterday that you can give an ex like you're like dude the Knicks clunker everybody could see that coming from a mile away mm -hmm. because you're in the middle of that long road trip you get a win in overtime in Brooklyn then you have a night off in New York City yeah like that is all the makings of all right yeah they're gonna go out they're going to tie one on because that the, there's a, this old gambling adage right if you have an off night in new york city <laughs> bet the home team right exactly and the knicks took advantage of that and so you can you can explain that one away despite the fact that they had multiple 20 point losses before that mm -hmm. 20 point or more losses before that in phoenix dallas and then you pull off that win against the nets and then you get thumped by the knicks what we saw last night losing by 62 points and it's not not just a 62-point loss. You give up 139, but you're only able to muster 77 points of offense. The offense has, it looked broken last night. Yeah, what is this, like 1996? It was 96 or 56. That too. But it is, it, it's, a, it's an offense that looks disjointed with the starting lineup. Ant and Scoot playing alongside each other is is not working right now. You can I think it's pretty clear to see. You can see that. Mm -hmm. I mean, they had a lineup on the floor where it was what Scoot, Ant, uh, Thibel, Grant, and Duop Reith. Mm -hmm. You're just basically you're you're saying Ant is the only shooter that you got that you can rely on. Actually, I don't even think Ant was on the floor. In that lineup, I text you that lineup. No, it was Scoot, Sharp, Tease, Grant, and Reith. Mm -hmm. Even less shooters on the floor. And that was a first quarter rotation. That was a first quarter rotation of Scoot, Sharp, Grant, Tease, and Reith. Like your shooter there is, is Jeremy Grant. They're going through it. You had Malcolm Brogdon on a rest night. 
the offense operates completely different. We we know without DeAndre Ayton, we knew DeAndre Ayton was going to be a big focal point of this offense all season long. His absence is exacerbated by the fact that I never, and I said this yesterday, I never thought Jabari Walker would be this important to the Blazers team this year, but he has played well. Yeah. And him being out has, has crippled them too. Now you go into this game, the final of the seven game road trip, and it's on a back to back where you play in Oklahoma City last night, you go up to Minnesota tonight, you're not going to have Shane Sharp in the lineup. That adductor injury that, that removed him from the game, that wasn't just him throwing in the white towel and saying, we're getting blown out anyways. We are at a, a point where that adductor is a lingering issue for Shaden Sharp. Brogdon is going to be back. Look, and this is going to be the big signal, right? G- January 15th is where everybody kind of frees up in the NBA in their trades. There's two dates to kind of to mark, December 15th, January 15th, on when guys are trade eligible. The trade season will start ratcheting it up come Monday mm-hmm. on January 15th. And I think we're going to see some full sale changes. One thing that Chauncey Billups has done a very good job of is getting his guys ready to compete and go out and play up until this road trip where we have seen that hasn't been the case with the exception of Brooklyn. And I think like we look at it and we go, they have, they are void of offense right now. The Blazers are. Yeah. And look, this goes back to everything that we were prefacing before we started talking, right? Which aren't excuses, but you sit there and you go, doldrums of the season, two-week road trip, a roster that isn't ready to compete this year. Like We should expect some ga- stretches in games like this mm-hmm. because this is what a rebuild is. And if you're really, truly upset about it, then you weren't ready for the rebuild because this is what rebuilding looks like. Yeah. This is what, this is what the, the phase of the rebuild that the Blazers are in right now. Yes. And it's tough to watch, man. Sixers fans know how that goes. It is tough to watch right now. Yeah. But... Anthony Simons struggling and laboring, and, and it is, man, he's laboring to get any looks that he can. Since he started 3-for-3 three three against the Knicks, he's only converted 5 of 24 attempts from the field. Oof. That's rough. That's 21% from the field. Yeah. Okay? He has struggled with the exception of that Brooklyn game where he's 13 of 25, 5 of 10, went for 38 points, 5 of 10 for 3, went for 38 points, And he willed them in that game, and they got that one win on this trip so far. Outside of that game, on this road trip, Ant is shooting 27% from the field and 31% from three. Look, this is... Anthony Simons is a solid player. He's a very good player. He is a creator and a scorer. But Scoot in in the starting lineup, playing alongside him, you can see how defenses adjust when you don't have to respect the perimeter all that much, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it's the development, the developmental stage of where the Blazers are at is not good right now. And these are these. This is what rebuilds look like. This is what ripping the ripping the <laughs> the house down to the studs looks like. Yeah. And uh, this is a tough stretch, man. It is, and it's hard to watch. The last night it was hard to watch. I saw that you know if if anybody stuck around when the Blazers got down by sixty, they they threw it back to the studio with uh, Tone and and Jamie in the studio. Like they were like talking back and forth. Wow. Well, I mean, yeah. What else are you gonna do? Calabro and Heard and Brooke, man, they're <laughs> they're doing their damnedest. Yeah. 
And uh, th- this team is in a really bad spot right now. And we we left the show yesterday. I said, if you thought the Knicks game was bad, well, buckle up because tonight might be worse. I didn't think it was going to be what we saw. 62 points is one of those reality checks. Well, so then what happens tonight in Minneapolis? Because I don't know if you checked lately, question, but those Bob. Timberwolves are pretty good too. Yeah. Are they? They still good at basketball? Tied for the second best record in the league. Is that, if I remember correctly, is that is that good? Is that good? Is that good? Yeah, um, they ran into it last night. That was that was that was brutal, man. That was tough. That was a tough watch. That was a tough watch. All right, five zero three eight six four six three two six. That is the Vancouver Ford text line. We'll get some of your feedback on this. Um, I, I think we got we got some really good feedback on this. Plus, we got Super Wild Card Weekend. Kalen DeBoer is the new head coach at Alabama. What does that mean for the Tide? What does that mean for Washington? Uh, that all in hour number three. Danny Dusty on the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.